0: Now, back to Your Tech Report. Welcome back to Your Tech Report. I am Mark Flallow. normally joined by my co-host, Mitchell Whitfield, who is not available at this moment. But it's okay because I have a a step-in co-host, so to speak. And and that step-in co-host is also our next guest, Christina Aquino, Ford Marketing Manager for The Edge. Welcome to Your Tech Report. Thank you for for pinch-hitting here.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having
0: me. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't actually tell you that you were pinch hitting for Mitchell because, uh, <laughs> but that's that's okay. This is, you know, we like springing things on our guests to make them yeah, feel we'll more engaged. It. Exactly. So, Christina, before we get into the topic of conversation today, which is which is the new Edge ST and of course the transit, you're in Chicago. You're at one of you know. I guess in ranking, how would you rank this compared to Detroit? Like number two on
1: the list. Well, yeah, we've got. We're always careful about ranking, but yeah, the Chicago Auto Show is one of the top three auto shows for the for the nation. It's a global auto show. It's it's a massive space over at the McCormick Center, um, and so it is. It's a really important show for Ford, but certainly for all automakers. Um, more consumers come to the show, I think, than any of the other of the other three majors.
0: So on the Canadian side of things, you know, we have obviously the Montreal has the auto show, then with Toronto and there's Vancouver. But, you know, Montreal has happened, and it happens before even Detroit, which is kind of interesting mm-hmm. because a lot of the announcements wait for Detroit. So we see things like mostly on the European side, like the new Jetta and stuff like that. Um, we didn't get to see the new Edge ST, for example. Um, but you guys have this you know, benefit. Everything comes out in Detroit, and now it gets to travel and people get to experience. Tell me what it's like to be kind of on the show floor when people see some Something revealed like the new Edge ST?
1: Uh, you know, it is a really, really fun experience. You know, we even, when we revealed the Edge ST, we actually created a video with our own employees to surprise them with the, with what the vehicle can deliver, you know? So we had our head of product development, how Tang, drive them around in the ST on the track and grill them about their experience building the Edge. So these are all people who've been working on the vehicle for the last three years. Oh, that's cool. Um, and it was a really, really fun video. And then we actually had one of our own employees, um, uh, Diane Miller, present the vehicle to the media and to the public for the first time, talking about what she was able to do with the car and what, it, what, what it's all about. So, you know, there's just a lot of energy. There's, there's a lot of excitement for the ST. No one knew it was coming, so it was a huge surprise um so that's always it's always fun when you have a surprise like that
0: what does it take for a vehicle to get those coveted initials
1: the st yeah <laughs> so um for, we worked really closely with Ford performance to define what should this mean so there's a certain amount of uplift you want from a perform from an engine perspective horsepower and torque needs to be higher than uh, a certain level versus your base engine i think usually it's around a 30 percent increase um but it we actually has a lot of time talking about it for utilities in particular right because customers expect something different when they're dri- driving a performance suv yeah. but maybe they would in a hot hatch right yeah these guys exactly. are going to be driving their car every day so we also made sure that we talked about the tuning and the refinement and so it has to be you know track capable but at the same time, be a great car to drive every day.
0: Yeah, because this, I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, the expectation on the edge is that you've got this, you know, I guess a a great kind of crossover SUV where, you know, you've got people who are are shuffling the kids around in the morning, but when the kids aren't in the car, they want to be able to, you know, hit the switch and kind of, you know, feel like they're young again, let's say it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. They want to, yeah, they want to open up, they want to hear that engine. They want to feel the power behind it. I'm not kidding. You can get a performance braking package that will absolutely, be tested it on the track, right, to make sure that we get the performance and steering feel and the suspension feels differently. We have a sport mode that's available on the ST. So you can really decide how much you want to dial up the sporty experience. Or, you know, if you're driving your boss around, you know, maybe take it back a step.
0: Now, Christina, this, the model year for the Edge ST is still 2018, right?
1: Uh, So it's a 19
0: model year. Oh, it's a 19 model year. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so because the regular 2019 Edge goes on sale late this summer, right? And we're still, I think, waiting for pricing on that? Okay, gotcha. Just trying to get this in line. It's hard to keep track of these model years because I know, (laughs) I'm sure it's harder for you because you've been working on these cars for years now, right? You know what's coming in uh, 2020 at this point.
1: Yes, it is true. It and is I true. I won't answer any questions. No, exactly, on that. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. So so tell me something. So let's dive into some of the technology that comes on board. Not because technology kind of spans a vehicle right now, I think, not only on the bells and whistles and things that we can expect in the cockpit, so to speak, but really I mean, everything down to engine tuning and, and, and getting those coveted ST letters, I mean, comes comes through technological breakthrough. But on on the surface, what could someone expect when they get into one of these vehicles?
1: So, from an Edge overall perspective, one of the things that we, when we know, the Edge customer in particular, they expect us to be innovating with it. Um, When we first launched the car, it was the first to kind of have this crossover look, which has become much more popular now. But really, 2006, everything was a box, and the the Edge sort of innovated from a design perspective. And then in 2009, we offered the um, Sport, and then we launched our MyFord Touch system in 2011. So really they expect to see some major changes so one of the things that we've done this year is we've packed it with technology from the very entry vehicle we are starting with 100 percent standard on on a safety package which will include lane keeping system blind spot monitoring um pre-collision assist uh, which includes automatic emergency braking so all of that will be standard plus of course a rear view camera and some of the other things that folks have come to expect but Lane keeping system standard is a really surprising thing for most customers, but it keeps them safer. It helps make sure that they don't drift out of out of their lanes when they're driving down the highway. So we're really making sure they've got that key technology. In addition, we've made our embedded modem standard. So the Ford Pass Connect system is standard. That's a Wi Fi um, hotspot, four G hotspot. You can connect up to ten different devices to the vehicle wow. just on every single edge from the wow. very beginning to the top of the range. So the ST will have all of that, too.
0: And that enables um, a lot of connectivity, again, remotely from the car, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. So, with, you know, it's kind of amazing is, you know, that means with our Ford, if you have our Ford Pass app, you can start your car from your phone, <laughs> right? You can lock and unlock it from your phone. You can ask your phone, um, you know, how much gas do I have left? But even more interestingly, we've done some integrations with Alexa as well. So if you have Alexa set up, you can say, "Alexa, ask Ford to ask how much gas I have." Alexa, <laughs> ask Ford pass to start my car, and then you can do it the other way because you can be sitting in your car and you can say, "Alexa, in your car, right? Yep. Alexa, turn on my porch lights, open my garage door, et cetera, et cetera." Open oh, my garage door. So. It's amazing how the different ecosystems are talking to each other today.
0: That is so cool, and that's and that's on the entry level. So you know, you know Mitchell, who's obviously not with us right now. I mean, not on the show anyway. That sounded really bad. Um, he <laughs> he is a Ford customer from from at heart. I mean, we're talking about old Mustangs. He's driving the brand new Explorer. He swore by SYNC when he first experienced it. And then I went to visit him. He's based in Woodland Hills, California. And he lent me, accidentally lent me the Explorer instead of his smaller car because it <laughs> meant that I didn't give it back to him until the very end of my trip. And I have to say, hands down, SYNC is the absolute best infotainment system in any vehicle I've ever experienced in my life. And the the, the possibility of it getting better and with the integration, as you said, with like Amazon Alexa, etc. Et it blows my mind because he, I didn't think that it could get better.
1: Oh yeah, it's a, it's amazing and we're going to be integrating Waze also. very. Soon. Oh my so god, yeah, I know. I did read about that. Like directly on the screen. So Let it, alone CarPlay and Android and and Auto so and all can, that stuff. Exactly, exactly. It's our way of being able to integrate all the things that you, you're used to needing in a hands-free environment. That's really where Sync was most important, really. It keeps you safer from distractions. When you can don't have to fiddle with your eyes and your hands off the road. You can really focus on just speaking and getting things done when you need to get them done.
0: You know, this is going to be hard because you've set this now standard for this entry level on a vehicle, yeah. and you're going to have to boost that. You know, every year moving forward. So good luck with that.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we we think about that a lot. One of the well, so. I think what we're doing is we're raising the level of expectation for all customers on what they should get. But there's also a lot of more advanced technology that I think, you know, as you start getting into higher and higher levels of autonomous driving, customers need to choose whether or not they're going to engage with that. So we've added some features on the higher end. So we have evasive steering assist. Um, We also have a system called um, adaptive cruise control with stop and go and lane centering. Yep, I've experienced that. That's great. Yeah. Stop and go, you probably have experienced the lane centering is a new component of it. So at highway speeds, it'll actually keep you continuously input of steering to keep you in the center of the lane. So our lane keeping system keeps you from drifting out. This actually keeps you centered, which is now that's right. That's active and, um, driving and then evasive steer assist will actually help you if you're, if the car stops in front of you and we sense that you're not going to be able to clear that, that obstacle. We'll add additional steering input to your steering input oh, wow. to make sure you've done enough to make keep yourself safe. Wow, that's amazing. Um, you know, it, it's, but, it's a really exciting technology.
0: No, hundred percent, and 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 we can go on and on. And I'm sure it's gonna it's, it's gonna blow my mind even more. But because we only have a couple of minutes, I wanted to ask you about the transit because there was an announcement today about the uh, the brand new Transit Connect wagon. Can you can you kind of yeah, we, we gloss over it quickly? <laughs> Absolutely,
1: yeah. So the Transit Connect minivan, um, it's the Transit Connect wagon. It's it's a great entry into sort of the minivan space for us. Um, it's super versatile. Um, you can get it in a long or a short wheelbase. You can get it with five, six, or seven passenger seating options. And it's a, it's a great, really affordable choice in the marketplace. You know, we see a lot of people who, um, you know, they, they, sometimes they talk about uh, an economy right now where people are doing multiple different jobs. They've got their day job, they've got their, their family life, and then they've got their extra hustle. Or their that's, extra, that's the you know, reason product. I
0: had to upgrade to a larger vehicle for exactly that.
1: Absolutely. But you still need it to be affordable. And this is a way for us to give you a car. Throw the kids in the back if you need to. You can put down the seats so that you can haul your special projects around. Um, it's, It's just an amazingly flexible vehicle. I feel whenever people take a look at the Transit Connect, they just start thinking of more ideas of how they could use that flexible space better.
0: I will definitely link people to that because um, it's definitely one of these vehicles that I never actually expected it to become a passenger vehicle because you you see the transit all over the place, but it's, it's normally on the commercial side of things. So when you see um, how it's been converted into this passenger vehicle, it actually makes sense. And you're like, oh, of course. Plus, you get that added bonus of all that extra space to be able to haul around what you do on a daily basis. I can see how this would cross over the, the, the age gap for sure.
1: Yeah, and this will have standard automatic emergency braking as well, which I think is a really important piece for this customer. I want to make sure that they also feel really safe.
0: Very cool. Christina, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Um, Please come back on the show again when you have all those, when you can tell me about the the 2020 and 2021 models. I would love to. (laughs) Thank you so much. Enjoy the Chicago show, and we look forward to speaking to you again. There's more Your Tech Report after this. and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover.